Yo, 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 what up? What's poppin'? Uh, I don't know. Not much. Welcome back, y'all. This is... A Dose of the Truth. There you go. I'm your host, Emily. This is Vanessa. Should we start introducing with our names? Let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. If you're out there listening, we'd like to hear from you. Anyone? Are you out there? <laughs> Help. <laughs> We've been watching too, too much Criminal Minds today. Oh, Lord. Working Criminal Minds <laughs> and like one slice of pizza. At least for me, it was a single slice. Yeah, well, not not for me. No. Anyways, um, let's, let's not get into that. How was your week? <laughs> it was great. It's been fantabulous. Is that a lie? <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing that the week hasn't started. <laughs> How was last week? Uh, it was great, actually. I had a nice weekend. Um, now is the weekend, but it's been really cool. I had some time off, so that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. But should we should we mention the, the disaster <laughs> yesterday? So we were tested real hardcore yesterday. Uh one of my friends from college jumped on the podcast with us. We recorded about an hour and 50 minutes worth of content. It's almost two hours, people. Yeah. And would anyone out there like to guess what happened to it? Drum roll, please. It, it was deleted. Was, yeah, that was Emily's. <laughs> and I cried. <laughs> Emily's uh, coping uh, was really put to the test yesterday, which brought up the topic for today's episode, everyone. So Emily has this habit of running from emotions that boil up to the forefront. Now, instead of releasing the emotions, whatever it shall be, she suppresses it holds it in, bottles it up, stuffs it way deep down into her soul, and then goes home and cries <laughs> and releases it in unhealthy ways. <laughs> so let's tackle this. I'd like to know. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing because I just thought of an instance where just like everything had been building up at work. And was, I don't know if it was that time I told you that I just like broke down crying in my Grammy's car. Yeah, probably. It was just like the simplest thing. The straw that broke the camel's back. And then I was just sitting in her front seat like crying and begging on the dashboard in the parking lot oh. after I got off work. <laughs> what, what did she say to that? I don't see your Grammy being someone supportive in a situation like that. She was just like, well, you need to communicate these things to your boss, you know, like... That is true. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. Which also ties into this. Yes, it does. So we'll get into it at but some point. But we've actually pulled back a layer. I'm in I'm so impressed with the work that we have been accomplishing here. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> so the first layer, right? Uh, like kind of su not superficially, but like on the very very top layer um is the communication part. So like you definitely have problems with communicating even obviously your emotions but like we didn't really know what the cause of it was and now we know what the cause of it is 
because when you start to feel emotions, you suppress them and shut them down. So, so why do you feel like you have to do that? Oh, wait, we touched on this kind of yes, last night. Last night in the episode that was deleted. I was talking about how it's just always been a way to cope. Kind of. Right? Or yeah. Not, like, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. always like some things happen to me. My re first reaction is always like, oh, well, can't react now. I'm just going to go home and cry about it. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, obviously no one who's listening now heard what we were talking about last night but last night i said ever since i was a kid something happened instantly in the room sobbing yeah and from there it led to terrible coping mechanisms and weirdly i just thought about something because i know we talked about this last night and i was kind of like on the outside listening in right and like trying to put myself in your shoes but as we as you bring it up now i guess that was really similar to what i used to do too like i can i remember i think i talked about this actually when i when i talked about how my cousin would ask me oh like your mom always makes you cry or like didn't i didn't i say that in the yeah, episode you mentioned that in the episode um, if you listen to that one if not go check it out yes it was the last uh, full episode but um that's what i used to do like anytime i would feel like attacked because i know we've talked about this in the past with like family and like when they they kind of like pick on you and it used to be in um a super unhealthy way anyway i felt obviously like really disconnected from the family and whatnot but anytime anything would come up I would cry and like everyone would think I was super duper emotional and then like basically talk shit that I would always be crying or whatever. And but yeah, that just reminded me that I definitely used to do that all the time with anything, whether I would be mad or upset or sad or felt betrayed or hurt, like that was the go-to run and cry and then completely shut down and not like express what was bothering me so that's cool yeah. <laughs> i mean that was especially like you know when you're getting yelled at and then you're getting told that like stop crying crying's gonna get you nowhere yes getting oh called God. a cry baby i was like okay. multiple times yeah. yes i know even just talking about it like makes me want to like cry because like, here's the thing I'm a super emotional person, mm -hmm. but I don't like showing, like, and I cry in front of anybody, but I don't like it, because mm -hmm. I was always, my mom and Jose, stop crying, why are you crying, stop being a crybaby, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Oh, I've heard it, too. And it's just, uh, so I'm like, <laughs> okay, not going to show anyone anything, going to go home and deal with everything alone, in my room, mm. by crying, or punching a wall, or whatever it was. Yeah. Now, like, thinking of it, I don't know when I transitioned from, like, just crying about it and then going into, like, willing to stand up for myself. 
I wish I could stand up for myself. <laughs> I mean, I've sure gotten better at it. Yeah, for sure. But I still let people walk all over me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it doesn't help that in instances where you do tell someone your emotions, you know, then it backfires because then that person's not willing to, for example, you know, with the whole incident with you, you know, traveling to Georgia and then not traveling to Georgia. And then you finally like spoke your emotions about it to your friend. Um, but then obviously it backfired, right? Because there wasn't an equal communication about the whole situation. So I can definitely see where like everything leading up has, you know, added to you not wanting to show your emotions, you know, or where you suppress them. I'm also non-confrontational. I don't like confrontation. I don't like causing problems. Mm. And like, if I make someone mad or something and like, I realize it, like, like my apology to her, I, for a fact came out of like, oh shit, like I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just like, I don't want this person mad at me. So mm-hmm. I just apologize. And I, I apologize for everything. A lot of things that I shouldn't apologize for. And I yeah. do. And it, I think it, it comes with that. But do you apologize because of the regret or because you truly see where you fucked up? Well, like with this situation where I'd like, no, like I truly see where I fucked up. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm just apologizing just, I don't even really have a reason to be apologizing, but they're making me feel like I do. Mm-hmm. Or someone just angry, right? And then you feel like you apologize. Yeah, like I owe, like I owe them like an apology. Like what for? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm sorry for doing something to make you mad. Mm. That makes sense. And so then, like those types of things, kind of like make me shut down or like, yeah, just like draw into myself. And I'm like, okay, another thing to worry about later. Mm. I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of my thoughts are I have to worry about it later. Do, you know, do this now and focus on that later. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe it has to do with, I don't know, like you internalizing everyone else's like emotions, maybe. Probably. Because I do that a lot too. Taking things personally, like when it probably has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm laughing, but that's because I do know what you mean. There are a lot of things I think that I overanalyze that have nothing to do with me, and then I overthink it, and then it just. And it's those things that are the straw that breaks the camel's back. Mm-hmm. So it's like so much is built up, and then I'm focusing on the dumbest thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you spiral and crying on the bedroom floor. Not that much anymore, but yeah, because I don't have a room to myself. If I had a room to myself, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but then, like, what do you do in those instances where you feel like you're going to spiral? Because really, like. 
you kind of, you know, it's coming, right? Because you're like building one thing on top of another, on top of another, because I know I'm guilty of that too, where I fix it on a situation, right? Like, for example, I think I brought something up to you today. Like I was sitting here doing work and then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm just going to let this go because and yeah. put it into the open because if not, it's just going to continue to like replay in my mind over and over and over again until like I really had to just like let it out and be like, all right, well, I just need to share this out of the open. <laughs> that bothers me. You literally paused, paused our <laughs> show. You were like... So this bothers me. We talked about it for a second and then just went back like nothing. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with you, but I literally just had to like get it out. <sighs> I can't say it on here because, yeah. But anyway, but it's something super minuscule where it's like, you know, I hate when people don't open the door for me. Like it was that minuscule, but it was just like su such on the forefront of my mind that like I had to just like let it go. Um, but yeah, we're like, we're all guilty of it, right? Where we fixate on something over and over and over again, or like we even build upon it where it's like, um, oh, I didn't like when this person did that. Well, I should have said blah, 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 blah. And then you play a whole thing in your mind where then you like spiral out of control because you're just so overwhelmed with what could have or what you should have or the what ifs. You yeah. Know? And it's not always the what ifs. It's sometimes, again, it doesn't, it smallest things could be something not even related that I'm going through and I'm crying over that. And next thing I know, I'm spiraling. Mm -hmm. and sometimes like yeah i can like i do try to take control of it like i'll reach out to someone usually like a friend or something mm -hmm. most of the time they don't respond but to like just like get it out and mm -hmm. then just lay there and cry but there are the times that i can't control it mm -hmm. and it spirals worse and those are the times that it gets scary because i'm like i don't know who that person is because that's not me mm. i mean it is me yeah, but it always kind of feels like an outer body body experience. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm watching from the outside in. <laughs> yeah, and what kind of situations, you know, does that happen with though? Um, like your most recent like spiral, what happened? It was January, mid January. Mm -hmm. I think, what was going on at the time? I think it was around, might have been like beginning to mid-January when the whole, I was going to move Bailey and my friend Logan mm -hmm. and all that started falling through. Yeah. And then like everything just kind of getting thrown on me. Mm -hmm. And there was, I don't. There was something that really pushed me because it, it was, I relapsed self-harm obviously i'm trying to remember what it was though but it was bad it wasn't fun mm -hmm. but then, like in the instance like did you recognize that you were like about to spiral into like a deep dark no that time no mm. uh another another instance is september Around the time that we went to LA, mm -hmm. like I like I 
did I was like, oh, things aren't doing well, but I didn't expect a spiral, and then I just mm-hmm. kind of snapped, and it was like, like I said, it was one of those I, it wasn't. It feels like an out of body body experience because like, I feel like I have no control. Yeah, and I don't don't know how to stop those once they start. There like are times where like like I said, I get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. And I reach out or I do something and I try to calm myself down and to the point where I'm just like crying quietly, but that's enough to keep me subdued and calm. Yeah. But there's a disconnect at some point and it's just. But like, I mean, it's obvious that there are times that you do kind of like control it by coping in unhealthy ways, obviously, because, like, you get triggered often, I would think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, not as often anymore, luckily. Because, like, I mean... It really is only when, like, I'm really, really mad. Or, like, just... Like, everything is built up to a certain point Mm -hmm. to, like, I want to punch something where it's, like, it's a mix of anger and sadness. Mm -hmm. And it starts off as I want to hit something. I want to hurt something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want to hurt anyone else, but I can hurt myself. Yeah. And so. But I don't, I don't. It's not like because i the thing is is it it, there's a shift from when it goes i want to punch someone to or something Mm -hmm. to like oh i actually want to hurt myself but when it gets to like i want to hurt myself Mm -hmm. i don't know how to stop that thought yeah hmm and this is definitely like this is something i i should talk to a therapist about because these are things that like i have to like well, yeah deal with sure. and for sure like obviously you don't know but it's it's weird to talk about because i don't i don't talk about a lot of like what really goes on up here because it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and i don't i mean i know people worry but mm-hmm. i don't need them even more worried mm-hmm. you know and i don't want people to think i'm a threat to society because like i'm not gonna go on like a like rage and just beat a bunch of people's asses but like i do have a a lot of like built-up anger a lot of the time yeah but but that adds to like the unhealthiness right because like it's a progression and like you say that but eventually you don't know where the break is to where that's what i'm saying like it's important to release the emotions whether it be like anger or sadness in that moment like you're entitled to tell someone like fuck you. you know like fuck you what you said right now is making me so pissed off like i seriously can't talk to you and i'll come back and talk to you when i can calm down because it's like <clears throat> you have to be able to say that or else you are gonna pent it up then you're gonna think about it then it's gonna you know permeate in your mind and then it you know you might be fine with suppressing it right but then you suppress something else on top of that later and then something else and then eventually 
one little thing will set you off into a spiral. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, as much as you definitely don't want to, like, upset anyone or, you know, like, you don't want people to be upset with you. How can someone be upset with you when you just tell them, like, what you just said right now really gives me a lot of emotions and a lot of anger. I don't know how to respond to you. So I'm just going to go. And, like, even just saying that out loud, even though you're not even talking to them about, like, what exactly is bothering you or, like, what exactly is making you mad, at least you've acknowledged it in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, rather than pushing it down. Yeah, like swallowing it. fine. (laughs) Just smiling at someone and be like, okay, and then walking away casually (sighs) on the inside as your body's about to boil and, like, clinching on the inside. Uh, (laughs) I guess that's how it feels right now because it's like, oh, you know, I'm, like, not going to cry. Oh, my God. (laughs) But on the inside... I'm not. Okay. We were listening to to My Chemical Romance, <laughs> and uh, if you don't know me, I'm very emo, very emo to this day. Yeah, I mean, well, we all enjoy a little emo music now and then. Yeah, but for me, it's not now and then. Like I said, I've been listening to Panic's first That's album true. and Panic's newest album for like the past month. Oh my god, <laughs> it's lit. They're good albums. They are. They're good musicians. But um, back to me and suppressing my feelings and running from my problems. and Yeah, so what do you think the next step would be in this journey? I mean, because we've talked about it where obviously like communication, right? Like that's something that you're working on. Yeah. But how do you get there? I don't know. Well, it's all part of this, right? So, like, what and just with acknowledging your emotions, like, what would be your first step? I don't really know. Like, I mean, because you, everyone knows, like, you can't, nothing's going to change, like, right away. And that's one of the issues with this day and age right where everything we get instant gratification with everything um this is definitely not something that's going to come that easy where you can just like tell google to like tell you how to do it hey google (laughs) fix my serotonin levels (laughs) hey google fix my life um so it's a it's a slow progression but like there has to be short goals right because then if you don't really set any goals or if you're not working toward it, like you're just saying, oh, I want this to change. Oh, I want this part of my life to change. But at the same time, you're not really doing anything to like work on it, you know, whether it be a slow progression or not. Yeah. The only thing I can think of right now is just taking what we're applying here and using it with my mother. Mm-hmm. as the first step of many because I feel like like what like like the thing is, is I, I feel like I, I 
I'm always going to be unhappy if I'm unhappy with my relationship with her because it's it's yeah. it's it's un, it's unfortunate but to me she is all I have because obviously my dad isn't here mm-hmm. and um I very much I do I like her validation I want her to be proud of me you know but we never see eye to eye. We're always fighting. I don't know how to talk to her. Yeah. And that's those. That's just, she's one of the people that is just. I don't. I can't. I don't like to sit in front of, and cry in front of my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit there and you know open up like. Sure, I I say I tell my mom mm-hmm. everything, but I tell her on a surface level. Mm-hmm. I don't tell her things if, like, really in detail like. Because mm-hmm. to me, it feels like she doesn't care. And a lot of it, like everything is, I want to be able to talk to my mom about so many things. But I can't. And so I, like, I, I know I can talk to other people, but. this I, I know this doesn't, like, answer your question, but this is all mm-hmm. that's going through my brain and it sucks. Yeah. Well, and that's, it's because it's the most, like, it's the one thing that, like, continuously comes up, right? And obviously, like, you see it every day because you live with her. So, like, it's the most troubling part of it all. Especially because, like, I feel like it's been ongoing my entire life, you know? And, like, we said this in the episode that got deleted last night. When you struggle with mental illness and everything, people are always like, oh, your life's so good. You have this, Mm -hmm. you have that. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, I have a relationship with my mom. And yes, my mom is in my life and everything. But our relationship isn't the greatest. Mm -hmm. She doesn't make me feel the greatest. I Mm -hmm. I just... (laughs) I don't know yeah it's been it like i said it's been ongoing my entire life yeah. sometimes i never feel like i've been at the forefront there's always been someone mm-hmm. ahead of me yeah and like i know these are things i need to talk to her about and this episode wasn't about my mom but i can't mm-hmm. well no yeah no you definitely like I mean, I'm sure you can, but I know that you want to do it in a way to where, like, you're actually heard and understood the way that, you like, you want to. Yeah. It won't happen. And, you know, like, for right now, that might just be something that you kind of have to, like, accept and, like, okay, well, you're never going to change your mom. You know what I mean? And... So you kind of have to find a way that works for you so that, like, you constantly don't fall into this, like, spiral when you feel that way. You know what I mean? So that you don't internalize all of your mother's own issues. Because at the same time, you have to realize, like, your mom's her own human person and she has her own trauma. And just like we talked about last night to where, you know, there's instances where people do know what you're feeling 
but don't want to acknowledge their own feelings. And that way, and, and therefore, like when you talk to them about certain subjects or you want to talk about certain subjects, it's too difficult for them to even talk about because, because they're they not don't willing know how to deal with it themselves. Ex- exactly. So, like in the instance, like you kind of have to be a teacher to your mom of like how to acknowledge certain feelings too. You know what I mean? Where, um, so just know like that's a journey you're going to have to go down too. Because I know that I've talked about bullshit with, you know, my own mom and stuff. Um, but there was a point in time where like our relationship was okay, you know, and I've definitely talked about where, you know, there was a point in time where I just really suppressed my like sexual abuse emotions and was able to like really formulate, a a relationship with her um but obviously that retreated back when I finally like dug up those emotions but uh in that time when our relationship was okay there were things that I could talk to her about you know and um I definitely felt like we were on really good terms and so I definitely know that you and your mom can get to that point but it is going to take time to teach her how to do that you know what I mean because your mom isn't an emotional person and she is an emotional person but she's also like you where she suppresses it too because like she also doesn't know how to communicate it because she also holds stuff in and is super passive aggressive and etc 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 starts crying even more <laughs> um but yeah, so you definitely will get to a point, but it's, I think it's going to start off with you um, practicing. I just have to communicate better with everyone. With everyone. Yeah, for sure. Um, But also realizing like your mom is her own person, you know? I know she's her own person. I just want her to understand <laughs> and listen and acknowledge yeah. that I am not her servant. Just because I am her daughter doesn't mean I have to take care of her children. Yeah. I don't have issues with that. but And I mean, that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's where it stems from. Yeah, that's where a lot of it stems from. Mm-hmm. And I know I've mentioned it before, and I really don't, I don't want to put the blame on my mom for things. But it's just a lot of the stuff that went on in that house. Mm -hmm. seemingly so perfect on the outside was not perfect on the inside yeah there were many things i shouldn't have witnessed Mm -hmm. just so much and it all comes back to that it's like i said this is like childhood stuff like me like getting yelled at like i don't that's like i don't know how to react when people yell Mm -hmm. at me or, like, even just a stern talking to. Sometimes mm-hmm. my boss would just talk to me at work and, like, I would just kind Triggered. of look at them and they would then give me a look back and I didn't know how to react because I was like, I just, I don't like being in that position. Yeah. It could, it, and, you know, people, like, they use the word triggered as a joke, but that's what it literally is because, again, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm a kid getting yelled at, about yeah. to be sent to my room for for something so small, too. For crying. For getting your feelings hurt. I feel it. 
I laugh. We laugh through the pain. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I'm laughing to keep from crying, really. Uh, yeah. I feel that. There's just so, so many things. I saw something. This, again, has nothing to do with topic at hand, but it was a tweet. And this girl was like, oh, yeah, um, my mom, like, as a punishment, was like, wasn't letting me eat dinner. So my little brother was, like, sneaking me seaweed wraps. And people Mm. were, like, making comments like, um, your parents are punishing you by taking away dinner. Yeah. And I was like, I remember this. I was like, I remember that as a punishment, going to bed at like 6 p.m., not being able to hang out with the neighbors and not eating dinner. That's fun. That's like straight up abuse. Yeah. Well, I mean. That's like, yeah, straight up. It wasn't my mom. Well, obviously. Yeah. My mom. She also didn't. My mom didn't Say stop no. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a line that could have been drawn. That line was never drawn. I mean, a hand was never laid on me, but that line was never drawn. Mm-hmm. Finger guns to that. Yeah. Again, I <laughs> one of these days I'm just going to start laying on your floor crying in the <laughs> middle of an episode. Um, I wanted to make a comment, though, with a whole like feeling like a child like when you're getting like a stern talking to or whatever i think the one thing to remember too is like you're an adult now and like obviously like something coming from your boss like you know uh, uh, that's still your boss and like that's still something you have to listen to but at the same time if you're uncomfortable with the tone or the way that someone is telling you something, you can say something. You can about say it. something. Like that's the one beauty about being a fucking adult where it's like you can say like, "Hey, I understand I messed up, but you do not need to talk to me like that." Like straight up because that's the one thing is like even when someone's on on a power trip or whatever, um taking a minute to step back and like saying something calmly but sternly on your own behalf like is the one of the things that's like the most shocking to someone especially in like a power trip or just like fucking just running on you for no fucking reason you know yeah and so like that too like even with your mom because a lot of times like she's taking these tones with you we're like telling you stuff like all crazy or whatever um but it has nothing to even do with you and yeah (laughs) no my favorite thing is the when i get she calls my name and it's my first and middle name (laughs) and she's just calling me for the simplest of things Mm -hmm. or when she uses the first and last name (laughs) i get so scared i'm like i'm an adult but i am terrified <laughs> like what did I do? No, I'm always like that's we weren't talking about my mom, but I mean well we were. Yeah. But like that's the thing is sometimes I'm afraid I'm a grown ass adult, but I'm afraid she's gonna be like, You can't do this, I'm gonna take your phone. I'm so <laughs> I'm so scared of her. Oh my god. And I know she like Okay, well no, my mom can be mean if she wanted to. 
I'm sure she could. I mean, my mom's. Yeah, but at the same time, like, she also knows there's only an extent to what she can do now that you are an adult. Yeah, but I also feel like she, I don't know. I feel like she thinks I wouldn't do anything. Like what? I don't know. Say something if she was, like, being all, like, completely out of pocket. Yeah. Because I, I typically, I just, well, I usually, lately, I've just learned to shut up. But that's because I get tired of the stop talking yeah. back. All those comments. Yeah, for sure. It's like you, you you develop all these, like, defense mechanisms and learning all this stuff to, you know, just make one person happy. Yeah. And even then, there's still the most, like, sporadic person you know. In one moment, everything's fine. In the next, everything is... Going, yeah. It's like World pan. War Three in my household. Yeah. I don't know i mean there are definitely times where you kind of have to pick your battles right because there are definitely some times where it's better just to like not say anything at all to not feed you know fire to the flame or whatever um there are some times but there are some times where you definitely can say something and it's not even necessarily like you don't have to talk back but even just being like wait did i do something wrong what hold on a second <laughs> where's the logic in this where are you did i like forget to do something you know like you know it's things like that but then i definitely believe there are times where like even you as being an adult like there are things like holy shit i want to yell at you too about because it's just like you know what you need to do like you have responsibilities and like there's shit you need to get done yeah, um, no, and I even said, like, I'm understanding of things like that. There are certain things. Yeah. So, like... That it's just me being a dumbass. I'm like, well, why'd you do that? Like, you, there was no need. Yeah. But there's definitely plenty of instances where um, you weren't in situations like that, you know? And you've gotten, like, the, the wrath. So... <laughs> So in those times, I think it's just learning about, like, what you can say to defend yourself without just, like, talking back, you know? I wish I knew how to, I just, because everyone, like, everyone's always, like, you get so defensive. Mm. Like, I tell you, everyone compares me to you now. That's my oh, mom's, God. like, go-to. She's like, oh, my God, you're acting like Vanessa. I'm like, well, this is kind of a good thing, because I'm learning not to take no one shit. <laughs> Well, it's just true. I just, the thing is, is like one of my hugest pet peeves, actually, my one rule is I just get super uncomfortable when I feel like someone's trying to take advantage of me. Like, that's the number one, my like number one, never take it from anyone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's why like there's times when you tell me stuff and like I just get so fired up because I'm just like I can't do it I can't take the take advantage of me thing it's just like yes okay a couple of times like yes I'll help you out okay now I feel like you're taking advantage of me all right I'm gonna say something to you but you can't like I'm gonna do it for you but don't cross this line again like I'm not gonna do this for you again 
you know, and I tried definitely try to make it very clear. Um, and then when that person crosses the line again, it's when I have to be straight up like 100% bitch. Cause it's like, okay, obviously you didn't get it when I told you the first time. So no. And now my feet are definitely planted in the damn ground and no, I'm not going to let you, you know, convince me to help you this other time, you know, and it's just like, I can't do it. And that's when, you know, like people think I'm really, um, it's like stubborn, but like I forced myself to be stubborn because if I didn't, then I would be, you know, just some stupid girl, like bending over backwards for everyone, you know, cause like me. I could easily fall into that because ultimately that's how I was raised to be a pleaser. It's just like, you know, someone tells you to do something. It's just like a yes, ma'am. Or, um, you know, like if someone calls your name, it's like my whole thing. I was like trained to be like, what can I help you with? Like, what do you need? Or, you know, it was never like, I could never just say like, what, you know, it was always like, don't ever say that. Like, it's always like, what can I do? Like, or what do you need? You know? Mm -hmm. And so, <clears throat> um, it definitely took a lot to like train myself out of that. You know what I mean? That, that's funny. Like I wasn't never, it was always when I'd get called out of my room and instead of, it would always be like, don't yell what just yeah. come. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> still bothers me. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite line though. I do have to say, I do hate when people just say like, what I'm like, obviously like I could have just yelled at what I needed. <laughs> I just always get annoyed because sometimes it's the smallest of things and I'm like you really couldn't have just told me this from the other room mm, did you yeah, really have to bug me or it's like when my mom's like in the kitchen and I'm in the room and she's like hey will you come get this for me I'm like you're right <laughs> there I'm over here and you're right there and it's right there <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> finger gun I've been finger gunsing this entire episode <laughs> again laughing and finger guns that's how we get through the trauma here yep and talking about it on the podcast yeah superficially yeah <laughs> just kidding no <laughs> we've definitely dove deep into many topics that I've been uncomfortable with but I don't know. I, I guess this topic makes me uncomfortable because I don't like to delve into my brain and be like, mm -hmm. so these are the reasons I'm this way. <laughs> but that's the best because that's how, that's my favorite to do. Um, you know, like kind of going because like I feel like I've been on this like find myself journey for a long, long time. Like maybe since I was like 15, you know? And so like, I definitely like to think intrinsically on like, okay, what the hell am I feeling? Okay. Why am I feeling like this? Then what the hell do I need to do? You know? And like, I've set my own like rules up for myself to not fall victim of like, you know, all these things I could definitely fall victim of. So, but yeah, I definitely like, you know, I definitely also like when people can be honest and I definitely ask a lot of like, um, 
did I make you feel like that? Or like, no, be honest. Like, tell me exactly like what I did or what I made you, what I did to make you feel like that. Because I like consistently want to learn from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? To grow and not do that same thing again to make that person or anyone else feel that way. And like, I definitely lock it away into like my little lockbox of like, social cues I guess you know what I mean because I've definitely learned of like okay well obviously this makes that person uncomfortable or the way that I said that and so like I definitely lock that away yeah and and like refer to it you know but yeah it's all definitely a learning a journey that you have to go on and like I said you know your communication and stuff definitely won't improve for a while as but as long as you keep to it and like keep trying to like move forward and I think the first step would be to definitely acknowledge the times that you are like suppressing your emotions and think like okay what can I do right now to kind of release some of it so I'm not just internalizing it 100% at the moment you know mm-hmm <clears throat> just thought of like the one time I actually did that at work and then I instantly regretted <laughs> instant regret because I punched a cake um okay well that's obviously not a healthy release <laughs> I was mad and I was frustrated and I kept fucking up the cake so I just like, I punched the cake and then I was like shit I shouldn't have done that so then I threw the cake away <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, I'm going to go back to working now. Okay. So what was frustrating? Just the fact that you kept fucking up the cake? Yeah. I like two cakes fell apart and it was the, cause the thing is, is if you let the cake sit out too long, cause we got them frozen, it would get mm-hmm. too soft. And then we put a soak on them. So it was mm-hmm. like the cakes would pretty much be breaking and people would stack them all like lopsided and everything. And they'd be crumbling as you're frosting them too. Mm. So it just made for a disaster sometimes. And you got it. it was just one of those days. I feel it. And I was like, fuck. And then I just punched a cake. And I was like, shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel, um, I do get in times when I I get super frustrated like that, obviously. Because like, I get so fixated on like wanting to get things right. Right. And like. You mess it up. So it's like, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. Okay, do it again. No, fuck. I'm going to get this. And, like, that is just part of my nature of, like, wanting to get things done and get them done right. And and it becomes obsessive. Like, I definitely become that person, right? Like, especially with work. Like, there's times... And this is the, it's funny because at work, like, it literally looks like I'm staring off into space sometimes. And, like, I tell people, you know, like... I'm not looking at you. I'm just in thought because there's just so many different like puzzle pieces that I'm trying to put together and like, okay, this way didn't work. Okay. Now what's another way that I can figure it out. And yeah. like, um, there's times where I, I do get it, but then there's other times where I just feel so overwhelmed that like it can lead. Sorry. <laughs> it can lead to like a break because it's, it can go, so negatively right 
but I've definitely learned to like notice when I'm feeling like that and notice when I'm like about to reach the very tip of like my boiling point and then like I do have to step back and like take a break because like that's the only way that I know that like I'm gonna eventually be able to like accomplish this but I need to fucking step back right now because I'm gonna literally go insane with trying to figure it out like at this moment (laughs) yeah you know I I, oh (laughs) definitely I know again we're and you've witnessed it actually do you remember that time when we were trying to when we were trying to like kick off the podcast in the beginning and like I was like searching and searching ways of like how to get the RSS like feed yes to the thing like it was like that was seriously like a breaking point like if I hadn't asked you for help like I seriously probably could have gone into like a full-blown anxiety attack and like thinking about it now is making me super emotional because it's just like that is that is like the progression of like how I feel with like just really reaching the brink of like explosion because <laughs> I want to accomplish something you know like I don't want to get it done so yeah and that it's just it. like you're stuck and you can't yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. for sure believe me when you're, when you're frosting a cake and the cake is like there's there's pieces of the cake in the frosting oh, and God. you just have to keep going back over just it, thinking about it and nothing okay I, the worst part is like when you when i was frosting the top in one side because the cake was slanted <laughs> one side would be covered the other side would start showing the cake through it would just get so mad (laughs) and there were times where cakes just did not look good and i was like fuck it they're gonna look like this because if i mess with it one more time i'm gonna ruin it and that's (laughs) and that's when the punch would come out i i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty sure i punched two cakes the entire time i worked at whole foods because i just got so mad you're like you didn't have to pay for the the cakes you ruined i'm very lucky that i didn't tell anyone about the cakes i ruined and no one really paid attention we were never on top of our par numbers um i will never like reveal the store i worked at i really hope none of my co-workers punched. listen to this uh, oh god dollar cake with a hand of your size being punched through it luckily i'm pretty sure they were only the 20 dollar cakes but oh, good not not a not a full sheet i did drop a cake once Mm, that's fun and after i had written on it too i think oh that sucks it wasn't a cake i had frosted that day but i was like going to put it in the box and the box fell off the counter and onto the floor and i was like (laughs) oh i hate things like that they have like you feel like we're preventable but we're not Mm -hmm. like oh i get so those are the things that i get fixated on too like like, why did I do that? Why didn't I do this? Like, I always do this. Why didn't I do this this time? That I was starting to feel like that last night. And I was like, okay, I can't do this to myself. Because I'm literally just going to like. And I just had to laugh and be like, well. And justify it to myself. Like, well, I didn't really like the episode. <laughs> and then I was like trying to remind myself of like. No, yeah, I definitely didn't like that episode. Like, I'm glad it didn't work out, you know. But I could have easily just been fixated on the fact of, like, 
Why didn't I stop recording and save it? Why didn't I do this? I saw the time. Like, just so many different things. <laughs> so many what-ifs. Exactly. For a while, I I mean, I do it all the time. But just re- rethinking every social interaction I have, yeah. I, like, for some reason, I was like, maybe it's a level of social anxiety because I forget or I, I like, second-guess everything. Yeah. The, even the smallest interactions, I'm like, why did I say it like that? Why oh, did I, I sound like that? Mm-hmm. It's like paralyzing. Yeah, I feel it. I definitely feel it. I seriously like I'm especially working in customer service. Sometimes there's ways I interact with customers. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Why did I say that? Why did I say it like that? Like why didn't I just fucking step back for a second yeah, and why just didn't say, hold I- on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I overthink like Every interaction I have. Yeah, I feel it too. And the, especially when you're texting someone and you send a text and then you're just like, oh, wait, I could have worded that better. I hate this. Why did I send that one? No, with that, I definitely have learned the text and email thing, but the in-person one. Because I definitely just go like, I, I, I get the, the social anxiety where I feel over. Like overwhelmed, and like then I just kind of like the word vomit where just something comes out, and then I think about it later. I'm like, why did I do that? The thing too <laughs> is, it's not even word vomit. It's just like basic, like behaviors. The 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 simplest of things, mm-hmm. simple simple things, and I'm just like, eh, I should have done that. Yeah, I was like, it sounded weird. They probably think. You're fucking weird. Yeah. I swear it is a, like a level of like anxiety. anxiety. Well, it's a level of anxiety, yeah, for sure. But like especially social anxiety cuz it's just mainly my interactions with people. Like, yeah, I can I can be a little social butterfly, but I, on the inside I'm fucking I don't You're just but I think that comes from like an insecure part. Probably. You know what I mean? Like a really big insecurity. Yeah. Just of thinking like people are judging you, you know. But I think, yeah, like you're going to get to a point where it's just like, fuck it. Like, this is who I am. Someday. Yeah, at some point. But I'm 19 right now, so I have a long time to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I'm definitely not saying it's going to happen today or tomorrow. I mean, like, I, I still get instances of, like, that insecurity part. and I, But insecurities are definitely... A topic for next time. Catch us back on A Dose of the Truth. Just kidding. Oh my god, you should see the look on my face. I was like... <laughs> no, but we could definitely talk about <laughs> insecurities on another episode for sure. Yeah, we could. Um, But to wrap this up, uh, yeah, I definitely... You'll definitely get to a point where you can talk about your feelings and stand up for yourself in a healthy way. You know? As long as you slowly recognize, like, when you're ready to suppress and, like, run away and cry. (laughs) Yeah. All the time. All the time. Crying is okay all the time. I'm going to spend the rest (laughs) of my life crying. Probably. But hopefully you'll reach a point where you don't 
cry really, is a reaction to everything. Yes, exactly. I know how to deal with things and I'm not crying because I don't know how to deal with these things. Exactly. Because you're always going to be an emotional person. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll cry over everything. I just need to learn how to deal with it rather than ignoring it. Because mm-hmm. 90% of the time, like and I said. And then crying because you're so overwhelmed. And... <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to make me cry again? again? This is a dose of the truth. <laughs> Just dishing him out. <laughs> well, it's like how we said. I can't. I can't set goals that are like years ahead because thinking too far ahead in the future is too far. So, like, I do a couple months. Yeah, months at a time. Yeah, you can even do weeks at a time. Like, all right, this week, I'm going to notice one time that I definitely want to run away and cry. And, like, stop yourself from doing that, you know? And then, like, your next one is, like, okay, stop myself, you know, from running away and suppressing it. And then the third time is, like, okay, I'm actually going to acknowledge it and, like, say it out loud. You know, then the next time is, like, okay, I'm going to tell that person to their face, hey, like, that didn't make me feel good. You hurt me. But I'm not going to talk about it right (laughs) now because I'm going to run away and cry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then the next time is you're gonna know, like you're gonna stick around to like explain it and and then, and then run away and cry. Yes. <laughs> it's everything you just kind of tack on the next step and then cry. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> that's how it's always gonna be. I'm just gonna tack on the next step and then cry and then run away and cry. <laughs> go to your car and cry that's what i'm doing after this episode except i'm going to a room and crying yes <laughs> while listening to emo songs yes that's my favorite but anyway y'all thank you for those of you who have stuck around for this episode in dealing with me <laughs> us <laughs> yes us but as always follow us on twitter at a dose of the truth. No, at dose of the truth. There you go. Extra H. <laughs> and then our email is a dose of the truth. Extra H at gmail.com. Um, we do promise to bring Patreon soon. So we definitely want to have more interaction with our listeners. For any of you out there. Yeah. And actually the we're only we discuss like what? Two tiers? Three tiers? I think three Three tiers? Three, four? I don't know. Well, I mean, to get us going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three. Two I or think. three tiers, I think. Yes. yes. Yes, yes, If you have no clue what Patreon is, we'll, we'll describe it when we finally introduce it. But Yes, don't you worry. It'll be really cool. And hopefully, at least one of you. Please. <laughs> I'm begging you. <laughs> <laughs> Just let us know you're listening. We gotta stop watching Criminal Minds, man. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Bless our hearts. Anyway, we love you guys. I love Dr. Spencer Reed, even though oh, he will God. never. He's not even a real. Well, he is a real person. Matthew Gray Grubler, if you ever hear this, I love you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, on that note, thank you guys for listening, as always. And we'll see you next time on A Dose of the Truth. Yeah. Bye. Deuces.